Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, a show where you come for your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond, it's DL. Yo, yo. What up, buddy? How are you going, man? Good, mate. Good. How are you, How are you going, doing? Mate? I'm good. I'm we're good. Back, we're, we're back in the, uh, the OG. Uh, we're not, in the old well, stomping the OG. grounds. We keep switching I guess it's between. not OG. The original would be... Would be your, would your be my, study like, room. Old, my old house. Really? No, we never did it at your old house. We did the first one, the first Howard the Duck. Did we? No, I'm pretty sure we did that in your study area. The, that, one that, the first the one Howard the Duck was in the guest room, Joseph's old room. I mean, of we, the apartment of my for, old apartment. For context, we yeah. say the first Howard the Duck because <laughs> there's been many. there isn't technically a Howard the Duck <laughs> on on the list on the scheduled episodes. So we originally tried to do an episode on. The worst comic book movies of all time the t- the, by this Metacritic list, right? But instead made the worst mic quality <laughs> podcast of all time. <laughs> we made the worst <laughs> recording of all time. So uh, how, we had to bend that one. How far we've come. We're still as bad. Mm-hmm. We don't, we, we're no better than we were. But um, hey, look, just quickly before we get into it, um, there are going to be time codes in the description if you want to jump around. If you want to hear us banter about dumb dumb stuff like we are doing now, stick around. We will then go into what we've been up to. We'll then quickly talk about a few bits in the news of what what have you heard. We're then going to jump into our main topic, which I'm super excited to talk about this week. We've just come off watching the last episode um, literally moments ago. So we'll jump into that shortly. But like, yeah, man, I kind of miss the old, uh, I kind of miss your old apartment. It was a good one. It North was. Bondi? It was, but I don't miss it. It's been enough. <laughs> no, like everything we had there, nicer. we have better in the new one. It's true. Your new it's, place is so. It's so not so as close to the beach, I guess. That's true. Um, but I lived in North Bondi for a little while, and it was uh, it, it, it is close to the beach, but also it isn't. Like it's misleading. It's misleadingly like far mm-hmm. away. Like yeah. where we used to be it was probably like a fifteen-minute walk. Yeah, and that makes it sound unbelievably lazy. <laughs> I'm quickly realizing, but like it was there. Were, there, was, there was times when I was like, I'll just sit in the backyard. I don't need to walk. No, all the way you're right. The and then like my place is probably like a twenty-minute walk, so it's like not yeah. that different. Maybe a little bit more. Anyway. I usually from here because. You're kind of on the way. Your place is kind of on the way from mine to the beach. I'll yeah. just jog down. Like it's yeah. like ten minutes. If you run, it's like fifteen. It's max. doable. It's it's nice. It's, it's anyway. It's breezy in this section of the podcast. It's breezy. Our proximity to the beach <laughs> that we technically barely can go to. Well, it's uh, it's October, man. It's the spookiest month of the year. You, Freedom Friday, bro. Freedom Friday's coming. So it, it's a mix of spooky and freedom. I don't know what to what to make That's about this month. Basically, America. <laughs> Quite so spooky what's me. going on there, but it's all in the name of freedom. If so, I was chasing with a gun right now, we <laughs> would just be in America. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit spooky, a little bit go freedom. America. <laughs> anyway. That's amazing. Oh, man, what, do you, what have you been up to? I have been, I've been busy, bro. I've been busy. Oh, actually, sorry, I've, one second. Before we jump yeah. into this, I have to premise, um, yeah, before we jump into this, we are going to be doing a competition coming up very soon on our social medias. So I'm, I I sort of like mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, um, and I'm just going to preface it now because I think we're going to be announcing the winner in about two or three weeks. We're going to start putting posts out ASAP. So as soon as you see you here in this episode, the post will probably already be out. Essentially, the competition is if you screenshot yourself listening to the pod, post on your social media, 
and tag your five geekiest friends, you're <laughs> in with a chance of winning. And I believe it's going to be a $100 Australian gift voucher for the cinema. So just as the cinemas are reopening, it's the perfect time. With some quite good movies. There's some um, fantastic out, movies. So. Shang-Chi's coming out. We're not far off. The Eternals. Um, uh, Venom 2, your second favorite movie in the world's what? out now. What is, where did this come from? Uh, <laughs> what also, there's other like ones that are non marvelly that I'm just like not even thinking about. Oh, Dude. yeah. I mean, even outside of Austria, um, there's... there's some other one that I think the I think the one well that might be a Netflix one but the one with Leo about like a comment I think that's the, a Netflix one but but there's another one that's like uh like a whodunit murder mystery Ooh. and I forget who's in it but it's a bunch of good actors that's coming out it's kind of like that that's one a, that's a pre- that, that's an, another little ra- random set of episodes that I want to do at some point whodunit films but just to just to say um get on it guys if yeah. you if you do you know post on your social we'd love to get some more listeners and this is a great way to you know, you'll you get a hundred dollar gift voucher. Everyone wants to go to the cinema, right? Fair enough. Man. <laughs> All right, sorry. What have you been up to, buddy? Um, other than devouring a burrito in record time, <laughs> I feel like I'm the a burrito child, king. Child in my stomach. Um, I've been watching. I've opened a couple new shows. I mean, like everybody, nice. it's gone freaking crazy, wild. I'm sure you started it too. Squid Games. Dude, we had started. I had to. Actually, we you haven't had a, started, or you have? Have. Um, yeah. We've had, we actually had a bit of correspondence that I'll jump to super quickly from friend yeah. of the show Ryan, who asked our thoughts on it. Look, man, I'm not done with it. Have you finished it? I'm on episode four. We've only seen four episodes. So I'm so. one. I'm one episode ahead of so you. You've seen five. I believe I'm on five. What was okay. the one you just watched? Can't even remember, but it was great. Okay. It ended on like kind of a cliffhanger. I seem to remember. They always do that. Not as this was like a real like. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, it's just the next one. It's I won't say much, but it's just really intense. It's all bro. brutal. It's just really intense, and like yeah. the few humor parts are like good, but I'm like, fuck, I wish I had a bit more of that. <laughs> but like, it's no doubt like nail biting, good characters, like interesting dialogue, yeah. like no doubt great show. So friend friend of the show Ryan says, and I actually completely agree with this. This was my initial take on the first few episodes. Is it's Hunger Games meets Black Mirror. I was going to say it's like Hunger Games meets Black Mirror meets like Saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's not as much of the traps and stuff though, but like, I mean, I think the, I think the initial episode was like a trap where like, they yeah, okay. felt a bit cheap. Like you're not going to tell people what terminated means. It could mean like <laughs> just you're fired, you know, you're, you're kind of spoilers for spoilers. the spoilers for the show. It's uh, uh okay. Well, without ruining the thing, like I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. No, so I am too. It's a, it's a really, really good show. It, it was funny because I saw all the hype for it at the end of, like at the end of last week, the hype started coming Dude, out for the show. The memes were like everywhere. Huge. And I, I think I've probably spoiled most of it for myself with memes. Um, oh, at, least the fir- at least the first few episodes. And uh, I said to my partner, I was like, look, everyone's talking about this. Do you want to, do you want to give it a go? And she was like, nah, nah, I can't be bothered. It doesn't look great. And then like two days later, she was like, we need to give this a go. Yeah, like, it's like everyone. Because it was like a pop culture phenomenon. Yeah, like, it absolutely is. I mean, if you watch the trailer, it is quite like, I wanted to watch it even after the trailer, but then like everything sure. started coming out and Gail was super down and she's never down for like stuff like that. Stuff like that. So I was like, okay. It's um, a good, I, I like it. It's There's a lot of like interesting stories coming out about the guy who wrote it, who yeah. apparently wrote it 10 years ago and got rejected essentially for 10 years. He was going around in circles trying to get someone to write it. He was so poor that he had to sell his laptop with the work on just to survive which is this, crazy this is like there's a lot of stuff coming out of korea like satires about that like uh, about just like the wealth gap well but, i mean the, anyway yeah well that's the whole point look yeah it this is. isn't well, a show about maybe the we'll games. do a different show on it but anyway that's uh but that's a good, good that's one, one like i've been watching show. glad to hear you i've been too i also got i just was like fuck, i want a fantasy show 
Okay. I, want, I want something. And so I started His Dark Materials because I was like, okay, it's on HBO. If they if they greenlit it, it must be good. Mm-hmm. Eh, it's not that great. I'm yet. surprised you didn't look at Foundation. Oh, I forgot we talked about, about it last but week. But I don't have Apple TV, but I would. You can have it. It's um, yeah, they, they basically give it away to everyone, don't they? Yep. Um, I just forgot about it. I, I probably would have. But now I'm halfway through this, so we'll do it. But Okay, uh, so initial thoughts on Foundation. Oh, sorry, sorry, initial thoughts his on... His Dark Materials. Uh, super tropey so far. Okay, but like, episodes? there's some cool con. Like, I'm in this. I've watched two. Okay. Yeah, there's some cool concepts, but it's it's not like I was expecting. Okay, HBO greenlit a fantasy. It's gonna be more like grounded. Okay. And it's not as grounded as huh. I would have liked. Um. Anyway, that that sucks. I mean, HBO usually does good stuff. It's I, better than the other one we watched. What was it? Is it a bit kitty? It is. Okay. So far, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm. Maybe the word I'm looking for is it's like a little tweeny. Okay. I wanted it to be a bit more. Uh, I've got a feeling I read one of the books for that a long time ago. Yeah. And wasn't overly thrilled by it. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's scratching the itch, but it's not sure. like amazing. Well, it's, like it's, uh, similar with similar with that foundation. I've now seen three episodes. I had to four no oh, four episodes. I was like, I was like, I'm just gonna force myself to finish this, because like I like I kind of want to know how it ends. It's just, the episodes are just long and slow. I kind of like that. Like, it's clearly building something. But then I watched the fourth episode and I realized they're week, that they're, they're delivering it weekly on mm. Apple TV. So I'm like, oh my God, am more. I ever going to see the end of this? <laughs> I'm like, it's as drawn out as the fucking show I just, uh, I feel as if like for long, like, like Game of Thrones was long and slow, but you cared about the characters. Yeah. And there was really good acting and dialogue. I don't care about any of the characters. So you have to care about the characters if you do that. And like so far... And and Game of Thrones and other good fantasy is like very purposeful in how they build mm-hmm. those characters mm-hmm. and you get to know them before crazy shit happens to We're them. Back to Game of Thrones. I'm just because it, dude. It is. If you're talking about fantasy, I'm sorry. It's probably the pinnacle. It's like it's that and Lord of the Rings. It's up there. Like so. My point is like you you these other ones just like throw you into these things and all these things are happening to this character. I'm like I don't even know who this is. Why do I care? Hundred. That happens way too much in 100%. fantasy. Anyway. Um, I don't mind that as long as you do go back and you f- and you get some fleshed out backstory. For, but often in these shows now, like you don't even get that. You just expected to get on board. Not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I've just been watching uh, our main topic, which we'll touch on in a bit, we and uh, the new season of Archer, which I am a fan. Oh, of. have you got into? Uh, how is it? I'm loving it. It's I've back to the, old Archer. I've seen the trailer for the final episode. Is that a, how quickly has that come through? So. By, by the way, it's not the new season of Archer. It's the last season, last season, season that's on Archer. Netflix, and there's ah, a new season that's coming out. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. So it's the, the season, I think, I don't know, they're they're way up there now. About 12-ish? Yeah, something like that. It's got to be around there. It's, well, it's I, the first one where he's out of a coma, and he's and it's back to normal ah, Archer again. I think and, I fell off about season eight where he's still in the coma, so it must be up there. Yeah. All right, I might give that a go. Like if like like you say, like um, I used to love Archer. And if he's out of the coma and he's actually, he's actually back to the old well, stuff. Like the premise of the, and I'm not ruining much, is like, he's no, it's basically, fine. It's Archer. Yeah, it's Archer. He's basically come out of a coma and like expecting all this like, you know, oh, uh, affection. And, and yeah. everybody's life is just like way better without him. Oh, no. <laughs> so he has this like existential crisis, realizing he's just like a dick. <laughs> which, That's like, amazing. Which, duh. And he is. Yeah, and it's, it's, quite, it's quite good. I was a bit, the thing I didn't, that put me off a little bit with that as well, the, the main the story of it was um uh the the blonde guy who defected to russia and became like a cyborg like i like the idea of that but he's just so overpowered like it's just pointless having him there because he just beats everyone well, and, and he was everyone. like in in it a bit too it was good when he was like just yeah. kind of like a yeah like random a, character sometimes yeah he became like a almost like a main like the main bad guy stay, yeah. yeah it was like i didn't really like his character but like that i might give that a go because i haven't watched Archer in a long it's time good. it's a good thing to put on 
and just hang background out. Background TV. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Well, how I've about wa- you? I've watched a couple of interesting things this week, and I think you're going to like them both. Um, actually, all three of them. I'm going to start with the TV show thing I watched the other day. So I actually watched. We've talked about it on the show before. You know that Netflix show, The Movies That Made Us. Yes, I actually did. That's the one with like Jurassic Park. And yes, yeah. exactly. Jurassic Park, I love dinosaur movie. I'll yeah. talk about it all day. Yeah. Um, but I actually watched uh, Back to the Future, which is really super interesting because, like, I know, I like, I've seen that in so long. Yeah, great film. Great yeah. film. I know some of the beats about that. Like, they cast Eric, 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 I don't know how to say his name. Uh, Schultz is the main character, and he only lasted like five or six weeks. And then they were like, this just isn't the right tone. And even five, six weeks into filming, they went like, we need to get rid of this guy. So they got rid of him, brought Michael J. Fox in instead, who they originally wanted, but had scheduling conflicts. Michael J. Fox was working like 23-hour days. What, what do you mean, before this? or No, no, during the filming. So he oh. was filming uh, Family Ties, I think it was called, through the like day. Like his main show. Yeah, his show that he yeah. was tied to. And then he would come away at night and film this. And they were like, when do you sleep? And they realized he was like sleeping in between moving between sets. Wow. He was getting like power naps in. That's insane. Um, what was the guy I, that was originally cast for it? Eric Schultz, I believe. He was the dude... Um, oh man, I can't remember what it. What, do you want to look him up super quick? I'm trying to. And yeah, I was just curious. You, he, he, I can, I can visualize it in my in my head. He's the dude who played like, uh, he was in a movie. I think, and he had like a big old mask on, made his face look really elongated. I've completely forgotten the name off the top of my head. You look it up and tell me in a moment. The other two things I was watching were, so I was at my my partner's house last weekend, mm-hmm. and we were sat there. and we were like, oh, what, what should we watch? Let's watch something random. And I was actually editing last week's pod. Funnily enough. And uh, wasn't really paying attention. And they put on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990. Which one? Like the cartoon? No, no, no. Like the, the movie film. from 1990. Yeah. And oh my God, I'd forgotten that movie was... Probably bad. So random. It probably would be bad, I would think. Some of the animatronics I maintain are good. Like I like some of them. The Splinter one, not so good. But there's He's like... The, the rat, yeah. Yeah. There's like a whole like 30 minute section where they're just in a house in the country because they've run away from the city. And they're just kind of there with, like, April and this random dude who I couldn't remember who he was. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what the turtles are about. They're about, like, sneaking around and ninjuring, right? Like, yeah. it's in the title, but they Ninja wanted a Turtles. Vacation. <laughs> well, it was like, a countryside like, vacation they, in Wales. They had to get their feng shui back, and they had <laughs> to get back into the groove. Their mojo. It was random, but I kind of enjoyed it. We should do an episode on it at some point when, we, okay. when we're at a loss for something to do. We seem to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, I also watched this week Free Guy, which we talked about and we talked about doing on the pod. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. What's it on again? Uh, it's on Apple. Uh, Apple. Sorry, not Apple. It's on Disney. No, it's no Disney I haven't. Movie. I would be down to watch it, though. That's one that uh, Girlfriend will watch as well. Okay. So I'll, they'll Ryan try Reynolds. And, pitch it. Yeah. Okay. and it's just comedy. It's kind of lighthearted. Right? I'm going to be honest with you. And it's good. It's good. It's fine. It's it's an Aquaman. It's <laughs> it's very middling. I preferred Free Guy. Not Free Guy. The, the, the one, boss, boss level. level. I preferred Boss Level. That's interesting because you saw Boss Level first. I know. know. This thing has been talked about. I know. So how much of that is hype and how much of that is um, just you being just straight with me? Watch it and tell me, come back to me and tell okay. me what you think. Because for me, um, it did it did a thing that a lot of movies and tv shows that try to replicate video games especially doing like graphics and stuff do where they do stuff in the cut scenes where mm-hmm. they cut away to like looking at the video game yeah they're just completely unrealistic for a video game like and i get it it's it's obviously being quite heightened and whatever but i'm like you 
in a video game, you like just you can just swing a sword. That's about it, right? And run around in a circle. Like, yeah. And these guys are doing all this stuff like catching what. Watch and come back to me. Tell me what you think. Okay. I didn't think it had as much heart as um, boss level did. The ending actually surprised me a little bit. I didn't. Ex- I expected it to be something a bit different, but I quite liked that they didn't get go too obvious with the ending. That's was, all I'm going to say. Was uh, was Ryan Reynolds good? It's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. In fact, I'm a bit saturated with Ryan Reynolds right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm almost over him. I well, think he, he like does take, the same thing all the time. Yeah, he needs to take like a, a two-year break and come back. Yeah, he does do the same thing it's, all the It's time. the same shtick for everything. But look, I, I've really enjoyed it. In fact, one thing I was going to ask you about super quickly... Mm. Uh, it's summer right it's coming into our summer over here well it's kind of spring yeah. um i tend to read on the beach and i was wondering if you had any good book recommendations uh, i mean what do you like bro you know what i like i like all the things you do okay in that vein i mean like my books are all tomes though yeah um, i'm good for a tome it'll just last have me you longer. ever read the beach though this is not a tome this is more the like, beach like the beach then you know the movie that leo was in i have not um, I think that's a good book for like when you travel or it's summery. Okay. Um, I'd recommend that. <laughs> uh, I honestly, I told you I finished name of the wind. I was like, going to try to take that off that you. Like I can, I can just give you that, but I write all sorts of weird notes in my books. So you I know I've that. read Dune with, with yeah. all your notes <laughs> in it. You have to deal with that. Um, but I would, I would recommend that one, man. It's really good. Nice. Um, Cause I'm I've do- actually read the first couple of chapters back years ago and I never ran to finish it. So my, one of my best mates I grew up with a, a friend of the show, Craig, mm-hmm. um, he told me about it and it must be over 10 years ago. And I remember I read first two, three chapters. Um, I think it was just before I went traveling the first time and maybe put it down and walked away. Yeah. But I'd be down to try it again. So yeah, I would say that one, or if you're looking for something more with like a little bit more, I don't know, like a literal, like a literature angle. Yep. Uh, Shadow of the Wind, I think is quite good. It's also Shadow Name of the, of the Wind. Wind. It's like both of them have wind in it. But it's about Barcelona. It's a fictional story, but it's about set in like Barcelona during the time of the Civil War, the Spanish Civil War. Ooh, so you I get like a bit it. of history component, but it's a really good, it's a really good I story. I like it. This could be a new section, by the yeah. way, like things you recommend. Let's, For sure. Let's come back to this. I like it a lot. Um, maybe I could borrow that name of the wind off you. I've got all, them, another all the ones I've said. I've got all them. the books. <laughs> you just have every book. Yeah. <laughs> I am Amazon. You are. <laughs> From now on, I'm going to call you Jeff. It's me, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not get that reference? <laughs> Do I? Yeah, let's go back to space. Sorry. I'm... Did you Did you see, uh, you must have seen 21 Jump Street. I have a long time ago. Yeah, it's like, I, I had... Is he in it? Who? Jeff Bezos. No, no, no. Oh, I was like, well, No, but that, that. that's where the suit, where the... It, uh, me and Jeff. That's where that comes no, I from. I didn't. I didn't realize. Uh, and I watched that for the first time with a partner about six months ago. Got everyone, it. everyone's seen that movie, and I hadn't. And it's, I great. Was, it's great. And movie. I was a little bit drunk, and oh my god, I was like, I was literally lying on the floor crying with funny. laughter. It's oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um. Well, shall we swing into? Um. Have you heard this week? I have heard a what, few things. What have you heard this week? Well, I mean, the House of the Dragon first trailer dropped, which is like obviously you, a pretty yeah. big. To be fair, I didn't realize it. So, like, I think you sent it to me the mm-hmm. next day, mm-hmm. and then Gail had, uh, like, we'd gone through a whole day, and she's like, "Oh, there's a new Game of Thrones trailer. How have you not <laughs> talked about it yet?" I was <laughs> like, you, "What? There is?" It's like, man, I was. I not. sent it to you as soon as it came out. Then I must not have like looked at it or noticed. You're pretty it good something. at that. Um, I think I was just working, and it was a crazy day. And uh, I was like, like, man, I've really fallen off. But uh, well, friend of the show Jacob sent us over the trailer very, very quickly, and it got what did, you, what did he say? 
Uh, he, he just asked your opinion. What do you think of the initial look? I mean, like, hard to say from something that short. Mm. But, like, tone seems about right. It's about the Civil War uh, in before. It's a prequel that's set in the Civil War between Targaryens. So, casting seems about right. Like, that guy's from The Crown, I think. Matt Smith. He's a, oh. Yeah, he's a BBC actor. I, I used to like Matt Smith a lot. I've gone right off him. I'm not saying I like him. I haven't seen him in the. I haven't seen him in anything. But just like look and feel, he's got that like halfway attractive, but something's off look <laughs> that you would expect out of like a royalty. Um, Bread. The people that are well, yeah, that too, right? <laughs> but the people that are like royal, you know, and like these like olden times, you're like something's but, off about you, but you're also someone. Let's come back to Matt Smith when we talk about, um, when we come back to correspondence at the end of the episode. So there's a bit of correspondence I don't want to touch on. We've almost got through all of it, so I don't want to use it right now. We'll save save my feelings on Matt Smith for the end. But what do you you think about it? I mean, it looks fine. I I mean, other than not really enjoying Matt Smith anymore, something something clicked in my head when he did that Terminator movie, and I just went, I'm not into this guy anymore. I don't remember that. He was, yeah, Ge- Genesis, Genesis. I don't, what I don't called. know. There's so many of them. Yeah, he did that one. Something just clicked. But I mean, overall, like, I, I love. You know, it's gonna sound random. I love seeing all the diversity in this new show. Like the original version of Game of Thrones was so white Anglo, it was painful, um, and it's just nice to see a bit of difference in there. Like I loved when you saw. Um, all, all the different. Uh, what? Are the, who is it? It's the Valerians. Uh, Targaryens. Sorry, all the different. I'm looking at the the castings What's... right now because you said that. Well, there was there was there's. I just remember there's a dude yeah. who walks in and he's got, uh, he, a black dude who walks in. And he's got the blonde hair, but they're like blonde dreads. Yeah, and he looks that sick. Look, he did look sick. I forgot about that. So that's what I'm saying. Like the castings, the decor, the like the tone, it all felt right. Well, but they like, just took it all the... from the last series, right? I fucking hope not. I just kind of hope that they don't give him too much money because I think that's what. Made the last I, two seasons. They just down. need to build good characters. I mean, it's yeah. the, like that's what it started as, and it's been but, built and it's been built off that tome that I use as a doorstop. So I tried to read it. <laughs> Christ alive! It's way too hard to get. It's into. not really about that. It's about that era, though. Yeah, yeah, no, that. I get it. Um, so the writer is. Uh, I looked him up because I was like, oh, well, like I'm not gonna get too excited about this, <laughs> like, and I looked at the writer and he's done like, Hercules, Ooh. Rampage. Oh, have you heard of Colony? No. People like it's a kind of like culty classic two seasons. But uh, anyway, he doesn't have that big of a kind of writing credit to his name. So I was like, I'm like, God, I hope he's I hope he's good. Can't go through this. Again. Well, the last ones were across a lot of different writers, weren't they? So they ori- the original game. I mean, they've got a big writing seasons. team, so they'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll have a big yeah. writing crew. Like it's yeah. not fair. I, I assume he doesn't write all of it like. No, even the even the original series they weren't written by one person. They all had different writers. The episodes. Yeah, but the showrunners are obviously heavily involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what you'd hope is they have someone who has a vision for it. You, Kevin Feige, they have writers for the episodes who follow that vision, and then they have people who put together, you know, like the set pieces and such. The yeah. directors. You'd hope that there, if there's someone in charge, it's going to be good. And like Dave and Dan. I hope. I, well, they did a good job in the beginning. It's they started off well, the and then they fell off. Anyway, what else um, been, that's what else that's what seeing? I heard. What else have you heard? Man, there's a fair bit of news this week, as always. I'll let you roll through it. Your second favorite movie of all time. I've forgotten where we're up to with all these movies. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, <laughs> is currently sat with a fresh score of 67 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's barely fresh. Which is just fresh, but people are loving it. Like The, the, the audience reviews are great, and it's 
It's had a massive 90 million opening weekend, which is very good okay. for pandemic times. So that's very positive. Like, I mean, I'm I'm not jumping to get in to see it at the cinema. You but haven't like, even seen the first one, so just see the first yeah. one and then talk. But I've seen most of it. What? Did you? <laughs> I thought you said you hadn't. I, seen it, I saw it in an airplane and I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, I just like, like Tom Hardy, man. And yeah, it's, me too. You know, if I'm going to go watch like fucking wonder woman i'm definitely yeah. gonna go watch venom well, I, was, I was listening to a podcast actually today so you remember we talked about warrior last week yeah i, um, I watched it briefly did you yeah what do you think i, I should have added that to my uh list it was good i mean it's a little bit like absurd that these guys would happen to me yeah but like you know it was interesting it's just it it's a slow build movie though. you've got it the first like hour you've got to really like i enjoyed the first hour me too um it was more towards when they got into the fighting where i actually tuned out a bit because right. i was like okay, okay. i kind of see where this is going yeah it was like pretty telegraphed. But, well, I mean, um, it's the guy with the family who's going to win, right? Surely. Surely it's not going to be the, the selfish. But I then, mean, like, I, I, didn't, I didn't know like who's going to win, but I was like, they're obviously going to fight and something's going to happen where either like he has a character moment or the other guy wins and it's... It doesn't end how you expect it to, though. Like that, that's a good ending. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it was. Shows how selfish one is and one isn't. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so speaking of Tom Hardy, he was, I was listening to a podcast. Actually, it was uh, Rewatchables, an old favorite of the show. Uh, and they, were, I, they did a podcast on the wa- uh, Warrior, Warrior movie, which yeah. is fantastic. And they were talking about Tom Hardy and saying how he's in an echelon of his own in terms of actors for them. And like anything he's in, I'm probably going to see. I'm, yeah. I'm on board with what they were saying. Like, that's me. You put him in a, any random movie, even if it's goddamn venom i'm probably gonna see it for him that's like jake gyllenhaal dicaprio i'm naming all white dudes but yeah uh tom hardy i'd say denzel's up there for me. denzel's definitely there for me also his um, son who was in tenet john i john am Washington. not sold on him i like him a lot i think he's great anyway look we're getting way off topic yeah um venom looks like he's doing really well we'll try and see it if we if or when we can yeah. um some breaking news about scarlett johansson as well you remember i told you a couple uh, of weeks ago she had a lawsuit with disney yeah Apparently, they've settled, which we kind of expected, um, giving her a pretty big payday by the sounds of it, um, because she's back on board. She's back working with Disney again, and she's going to do, uh, what's that random ride in uh, Disneyland where you go up, it's terror or something, and you drop down? Yeah. You know the one I mean? Yeah, I know what you're They're doing about. a movie about that now, so she's in that. So they've clearly, <laughs> she's clearly given her a bunch of money. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't want to have that be the name for yourself. <clears throat> But also, no. you get it. You set that precedent. Like every actor is gonna, you get why their legal team was like, nah. Like somebody yeah. high up was like, no. Yeah, like, you know, quit it. Yeah, <laughs> that's enough Disney. Like we're not letting them. We're not doing that. Well, I'm pretty excited for her being back with Disney movies because she's done a lot of cool stuff. But then I also like her doing the random stuff. She was in Jojo I Rabbit. I prefer her to get the fuck out of like the mainstream again. Like her coolest movies are like the ones that were Jojo like Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I didn't even. I don't remember that. Good movie. Um, but like or like uh what well, her like that was a great, great movie. movie haven't actually seen that and it's, it's been on my to watch list forever yeah with uh joaquin phoenix joaquin with the joker himself yeah uh well did you hear this week that henry cavill has responded to rumors about trying about being the next james bond <laughs> of course he did he, he did he would love it as well he responded and said he is open to joining james bond yeah, franchise listen hear me out but <laughs> Wants to play the next villain. Yeah. Fair I think that's awesome. I'd love to see him as the next villain. He was good in uh, that uh, Mission Impossible movie. As the he bat, was good, the but like, I just don't know if he could be the villain. Really? Yeah. He's too James Bondy. 
Well, maybe that would be a cool thing, like the agent that's like James Bond. I don't know. Well, exactly. I mean, well, yeah. that's what all the Marvel movies do. They just pit you against yeah. <laughs> you, but you, but bad. Yeah. <laughs> all the original ones were just you, but bad. I feel like it's been too long of like speculating who the next James Bond's going to be. That like I'm now, sick ev- of it. now that everyone's speculated all these people, like no one actually wants the people that have been speculated. Well, they, like, they, they need to kind of go get somebody no named. We talked about the broccoli family. Um, in yeah. la- when we did our pl- plug for our James Bond episode, forgot about that. Our James Bond episode. And they came out in the week and said, um, and actually I, I kind of respect this considering how weird that family is. They said, look, they want to give Daniel Craig his, last moments in the sun before they start you know looking for it they want to give him that chance also there's not even like a movie like surely you should have the movie they'll have the, the next script. one they'll have the next one planned no but i Come mean on. like the script like you'd, you'd want to know like the character will fit the story right sure. you don't just want to pick the dude just because he looks like you, a white guy with that could be james bond do you reckon they'll do what they did with um which way do you reckon they're going to go with after after daniel craig do you reckon they'll do what they did for his character and it's a clean break brand new bond brand new starting point everything changes or except for m confusingly or do you think they'll do what they did with like all the old bonds so like everyone else remains the same so they keep um they keep m they keep q uh felix lighter remains the same money penny remains the same huh i feel like they should just redo it all i don't know like i don't really have a preference to be honest i think since they put to to bed the 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 kind of fan theory that Bond's a code name that gets passed down. I'm a bit like, unless that became the new norm, and they said like, well, this Bond's gone. You're now James Bond. Like, it would be weird to have all the same like peoples there, right? I just think like, it would. It feels too much like a like a reunion. Like, it feels too fan servicey. Yeah. I'd rather just be like clean, <laughs> new story. You're gonna have a new Bond. His origin might be different. Like, it's kind of like zelda you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like really good point. I, I, I want it to be fresh again like i want a, a different color palette on this one because i'm intrigued by that yeah. it's a good idea um i did find out in the week actually a, a nice little a nice little um bit of trivia about mm-hmm. one of the bond movies do you remember in skyfall they go to the old bond house yeah and there's that random old dude there who you're yeah. supposed to care about Kincaid. yeah that was apparently that part was written for sean connery so they wanted Sean Connery to come back. He just said no. And he was just, well, I think he'd quit acting by that point. And yeah. uh, I think he had maybe dementia by the end. Yeah. But it was like, uh, I thought, that would have been awesome. That would been really interesting. Like, he's obviously not, he obviously wouldn't have been the same character. Like, he's no, not James just Bond. Been a nice little thing. But it would have been a nice little nod and a yeah. wink to the camera. I, I like that idea. Yeah. Well, anyway, have you heard this week a little bit of video game news for you? A uh, couple of bits, actually. So first and foremost, Konami are set to revive Metal Gear, yep. Castlevania, and Silent Hill. Silent Hill hasn't had a game in a long time. A it long, feels like. Well, that's what PT was going to be. PT? Yeah, playable trailer. That's what that PT was going to be, the demo. Yeah. Um, so I'm intrigued. Does this mean that they've um, Does this mean that they've made up with Hideo Kojima? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even know there was an issue. Wait, Hideo Kojima, that's... He left Konami because they pissed him off. I didn't know they pissed him off. I thought he was just done making Snake like Snake. No, games. he had a massive falling out with Konami. I didn't realize that. He went and built his own produ- production team called Kojima Productions mm. and made Death Stranding the weirdest game of all time. It was super weird. Um, what do you think about that? Are you excited for more in the Metal Gear I universe? just think Silent Hill. I never played it, but I like Resident Evil, so I'm assuming I would like that. It mm. was like those two games mm-hmm. were kind of like mm-hmm. people compared them, even though I think they're very different. The cool thing about the original Silent Hill game was... You know, they had the, 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 it was almost like a fog 
yeah. that filled the, the city. Yeah. That was just due to the limitations of the hardware. That, yeah. And I, and I love that. Like you take that away, you've just got a city that you're walking around. Well, now, I mean, <laughs> you can, not quite now you have like ray tracing. So yeah. you can create like crazy, cool, scary fog like experiences. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. You can get whipped up in the fog. Did you ever play Castlevania? I did not. My my best mate Joe, the vampire game, loves it. Yeah, there's vampires in it. It's oh, real. Yeah. It's real fun. Um, there's actually a a Netflix anime of it as well. I was gonna say I have bad. that in my queue because I just wanted to like watch it's all right. it. Alright, friend of the show Bertie recommends it highly. Mm. Um, yeah, I've I've played the later ones, but the original side scrolly ones I never really got into. But he loves friend my mate Joe bloody loves it. He'll. He actually downloaded an emulator on his <laughs> on his laptop to replay the originals, wow. which is which is some serious him. serious commitment to the game. It is. Well, did you hear this week that apparently Spider Man Two is going to be like the Empire Strikes Back of the universe, and it's going to get a lot darker, or the quote is a little <laughs> a little darker. Spider Man Two, the video game. Oh, I was like. Homecoming is at least the third one, right? <laughs> um, okay, cool. I'm down. I think it's good. I mean, I'm, I'm pumped. Because it was it. pretty like kid-friendly, the first one. I, it had like a lot of that, but then it had a really serious storyline. I never finished it, so don't spoil it. Oh, I'm, great. I'm going to keep playing it. It's, I will eventually. It's interesting you're playing it as well, because I uh, I lent I lent it this week to friend yeah. of the show, Jacob, who sends in a lot of uh, awesome recommendations like he has already on Game of Thrones. Yeah. And um, he's loving it already. So I'm, I'm, bu- I'm buzzing. I want to see you two uh, the kind of, I'm kind it. of a perfectionist with this stuff. So like I didn't do too. enough of the storyline. I need to like go do the storyline. And The first time I played it, I yeah. got 99% and I was fuming. I didn't know what I couldn't get. See, I just don't even want to do that. I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to just play it. Just enjoy the, yeah. like the gameplay and yeah. just the, the story is definitely worth it. No, playing. it is. It's really good. Um, Anything else you have? I'm trying to think. I have something on Harder They Fall that we'll the reviews have come out. And they're just like, it's it comes out on October 22nd. Oh, so, yeah, okay. so it's just, there's obviously like an early release for a couple different uh, review outlets and they're really, really strong. Oh, great. So That's fantastic. Out. I'm excited to watch that. It's Idris Elba. Yeah. Idris Elba, it's a bunch of people. I'm not even going to try and remember. There's but a lot of people in that movie. There's lots of people and it's good. I remember it's got the, good, I should say. the main female character from the Watchmen TV show that we both loved. It does. It has a bunch she of... She was great in that. I'll pull it up. Yeah, let's have... You have a look at that. And while, while doing so, um, if you guys have heard anything this week that we haven't talked about that you think's cool, hit us up. You can find us on Instagram at podcastassemble or the podcastassemble at gmail.com. Hit us up with an email. Yeah, Regina King, Idris Elba, Zazzy Beats. Yeah, Zazzy Beats is in it. Yeah. And uh, Bill Pickett. He's, he's in a couple other shows I've seen. I don't know Bill Pickett. Um, what's he in he's in that show on binge i think it's called where it's startup okay yeah yeah, yeah, okay um then there's this guy named tate fletcher who is biggest man on the train that is his calling card (laughs) fantastic all right last bit of uh last bit of news before we swing into our main topic like spider-man flipping good job i knew you were whipping into our main topic uh so apparently uh, Marvel's What If Season 2 is going to pull more from Phase 4. So the phase we're currently going into, we're going to get a lot more references back to that, which is so super interesting. So that universe or something? Well, the new, the new movies that are coming out, basically. So all the stuff we've essentially seen so far is pulled from the first Oh, you mean the what, if, like the what If changes are going to come from that chronicle, like the things they change yep. come from those. So the, the quote is, uh, going into the second season, we're sticking with an, the anthology form. 
and it's going to be all new stories, lots of fun, new heroes, and pulling more from Phase 4. Cool. Which is from uh, writer AC Bradley, which, you know, I mean, it's going to be exciting. It is. I'm, I enjoyed it, and I mean, I guess that's a good transition into... And that's the transition the, into the main part. The main Segwaying topic. all day. I realize I've not done a segue for a little while. I love a good segue. Yeah, you've done well now. I love in podcasts when they segue. It's, it's, the, it's the best thing for me. So what are we talking about this week? We're talking about What If, which is a uh, series that I've multiple times said I wasn't going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ended up doing it. Uh, Lockdown. Do it. crazy things. No, Tommy talked me into it. Um, and we're going to just go through a couple things really, um, yeah. you know, high level non-spoiler thoughts and like the premise and yep. kind of why, why we liked it, why we did things we didn't like. Um, I guess other stuff we'll talk about is kind of like the best episodes and why, um, they yeah, were, down for that. why they were the best ones. And then the ones that kind of fell flat. We'll, why sa- they were flat. we'll save a few spoilers cause the final yeah. episode did only come out this week. So we'll save a few spoilers for the end, but that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one. Um, so we'll just do the premise super fast. So it's essentially what happens if one little thing changes in the MCU. Following off like Loki and the idea yep. of like um, the show Loki and the idea of like a multiverse. I think this is like, it's an extension of that concept Correct. that they kind of toy with in Loki, but like the, the timelines get pruned. It's kind of like if you had these branches that remained unpruned and you made a show with just the ones that were like the yep. really, really crazy cool ones that changed yep. a lot of things. So this um, this is this is before the last episode came out. So bear with me, but yeah, can you guess for me the IMDb score for this show? Um, overall, we're gonna touch on individual episodes later. Overall, I think it'd probably be high sevens, like seven nine, seven six. Not bad. Yeah. What do you reckon, uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, be in the eighties. You know, we never did a main topic theme. I'm a little disappointed. It's okay, <laughs> we'll survive. We won't. We'll we won't. Uh, it's ninety three, which is pretty good. What do you think, Metacritic? 60s it's the golden number 69 is it <laughs> yeah it's the golden number but that was before the final episode but i think that's kind final of about was quite good i think that's kind of about right it was kind of i reckon 60 like it was 60% like hit and miss it was like yeah like just over the 50 percent. like the i would say not the majority but like above 50 percent of the episodes were yep. good like 60 65 so the the show is essentially from the perspective of the watcher uatu who is... What's his name? Uatu. I didn't even know that. Uatu. I don't think they say it in the show. Um, who can only watch the events that are transpiring. Um, we did actually see him, not him, but the Watchers, uh, as a very, very brief cameo with Stan Lee in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So when they're hopping... So there's Worlds. a scene when they're hopping... Di- yeah. th- whatever the space hop thing yeah. is. Uh, there's a scene when they go past Stanley sat talking. He's he's d- talking about all these different roles in the MCU movies. Yeah. Um. That I, that's a nice he's little nod to, to them. To the watcher. To watchers. There's there's uh, multiple of them. They're like okay. a they're a race. Um. And I think Jeffrey Wright was amazing in that role. <laughs> it was almost like too good. He was. It was it was almost like too spot on. I was like they did this almost to make us laugh. I know. Like, it was, it was like, like almost too on the nose. But no, he was good. And he's also now another actor who is spanning both the DC and Marvel movies cuz he's going to be Commissioner Gordon in the Robert Pattinson Good for him. The Batman. Good for him. Which I'm really I mean like he is quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's got he's just got well he he lends himself really well to the genres that we like for I, sure yeah he re- and like he's got a voice for it as yeah, well he um he was a, he was great in westworld like probably one of the standout parts for me yeah. definitely in the first season um all right let's quickly touch on cast then 
there are a lot of actors that came back for this. A surprisingly high amount. And of some, the voice actors, for yeah, sure. Yeah, the voice actors, sorry. Basically, it'd be well, easier to say which ones didn't. Well, let's... Yeah, we can we can do that as well. Uh, let's talk about Quick and Footy. It, yeah. it's, it's an animated show. We didn't point that out at the top. Yeah, it is. Um, what do you think of the animation style? I Like, you you prefaced this to me ahead of the podcast and, like, our notes. Like, hey, what the things we should probably talk about. Oh, well, like, we can get into that. No, I, I just mean, like, what what flipped my opinion on this like what made me kind of start to go from like not wanting to yeah. watch it as much to being into it and i think the first thing was the visual art style i thought it was really oh. really good great it wasn't like a tradi- like it, there was more to it than like a traditional animated show like sure. the, the level of creativity and the style i was i was very into it yeah i agree with that like yeah. it was I, I i've been talking a it was bit of bust the there was like a lot to it i don't know what it yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was talking a lot over the last few weeks. I've I've watched a little bit of anime. I've watched a, a, a couple of different animated shows. But this was this was so much more like it was fluid. Mm-hmm. It was really beautifully presented. The colors in this were like vibrant. Yeah, like some no, it bit, was. It was like it was like uh I don't want to say explosive, but like it was vibrant. You could right. say explosive. It was, it was pretty explosive. Was, like when explosions exploded, they were like, "Whoa, that was actually really cool." <laughs> when explosions exploded. When they went boom boom, I was like, "Oh, that actually looks like quite colorful." And, Amazing. Uh, well, we we, we and there was like a weight to like the battles that you I yeah. just didn't think you'd get Agreed. in in like an animated thing where it feels kind of like papery, like I would think, and okay. it just didn't feel that way. I think you'll find out when you watch Invincible, you'll absolutely yeah. love it. So, all right. So there was a lot of voice casts that we m- mentioned a moment ago. I think really key ones um, to mention, like obviously uh, Chadwick Boseman coming back was massive. I mean, like, this is his, this is his last, that, yeah. exactly. His last uh, performance in the in Marvel, essentially. Um, a bunch of different people's. Haley Atwell was quite a surprise as Captain Carter, which was great. Um, Michael Douglas was, was a good little surprise. Um, a couple that were changed is worth mentioning. We had Ross McQuad. No <laughs> idea how to say that name. Nice he played the he played Ultron. Really, I thought Ultron for sure would have been the same voice. It wasn't. It um, sounded really but, similar. Well, the interesting thing is, like, so it was in the Vision body, right? So the mm-hmm. Vision body was always played by Paul Bettany. Yeah. So they never had the dude from Blacklist actually play the Vision version of Ultron. Mm. So they just kind of went in the middle. They kind of went, let's go with a different way, which I kind of liked because he still had the sassiness. Yeah. Um, and I forgot the dude's name. People in Blacklist. I hated that show, but like, I like him. Then we had uh, Mick Wangert, which is a fantastic name, who did Tony Stark. We had Alexandra Daniels, who did Carol Danvers. We had Lake Bell as Black Widow. We had Josh Keaton as Skinny Steve Rogers. And we had Hudson Thames as Spider-Man. I didn't dislike any of them. Yeah. I don't I, think they tried too hard to be the character. The only one I wasn't as into was Tony Stark. Because mm-hmm. he, I feel like... Really hard to do. He though. feel like, like, what do you do? Like, I think he, I think that was like an unwinnable. Mm-hmm. But he like was, it wasn't so bad that I like hated it. But it was like, ah, eh, you, you just kind of sound like a cheap version. I don't think any of them took me out. That no, that's sense. my point. Like, it's kind of nitpicking. I tell you what. But f- that was the one that... If I had to pick one that I didn't like, it would probably be Well, I'll tell you what's funny. I didn't think Chris Hemsworth was Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I thought it, it was, was like too actor. jolly. It was too much. I was yeah. like, who is this? this is- but then there was a point where like he said something and I was like, that's yeah, him. There was some pretty yeah. good he did some fantastic comedic stuff. Yeah. And there were a couple of surprises for me, people's that um people that I was genuinely unsure that didn't think would come back for this. So Josh Brolin played Thanos, he came he back. Uh Rachel McAdams why she came back, I have no idea, because she just played a generic brunette. We talked about this a <laughs> couple of like weeks dies. ago. In the, probably the best episode, though, which we'll talk about in a moment, yeah. 
Um, Taika Waititi came back as Cog. Uh, Kurt Russell did about three lines as Ego, the Living Planet. Yeah. And one which is going to nicely segue us, another great segue, into Goofiest IMDb pick, which is our new segment of the show where <laughs> I've picked two IMDb picks from this show and I'm going to present them to Drain. He's got to decide which one is better before oh, the goofiest we're not okay. we're not making fun of anyone we're not making fun of people's faces we're not saying someone's looks really speak for yourself sometimes i am <laughs> it's more about the picture itself and it not being the best round you be so the first the one i was going to mention as a surprise was jeff goldblum came back for this did he speak though yeah I yeah he was in the he was lot. in the thor the party I thor mean, episode oh yeah he was in a couple where they showed him but i didn't think he spoke he did he, anyway. had, a, he had a couple of speaking lines now what do you think of his imdb picture i'm just going to quickly show you um i spread it zoomed out actually like i just think the vi- <laughs> it's vibrant it's a There's lot so many patterns it's like a unicorn colors. vomited all over that picture yeah, surely like somebody was like not nah, dude <laughs> Do that. <laughs> that's a lot i actually genuinely really like that picture it's Chris Hemsworth still has his his like proper headshot oh does he that's yeah. good for him yeah. um and the other one is michael ralph now this is a tough one to really get but you're gonna have to have a real close look at that because on on first inspection it's not there's nothing particularly off about it but if you look he looks like he's superimposed onto some weird green screen for some reason and i can't my head Bird. just can't get around that picture with the bird as well. Like, surely you had another one without a bird. <laughs> which, which, I don't know, man. Which do you think is the goofiest of I think that you have to pictures. go with Jeff Goldblum. Is go- like, that one's weird, but, like, Jeff Goldblum's is fucking odd. The first you, one's you, weird. Yeah. The second I, one is... Yeah. I would say Jeff Goldblum is the winner of these two. He is. And now, it's just like, what is this? Yeah. There's so much going on here. Like, There's let's, so much first of all, did you Did you type in? Did you, like, actually click into it? There's a cat. Yeah, I, I said there's, before, there's a cat in his did jumper. You, I didn't even see, I didn't notice. There's a big cat on, and his, on his rainbow jumper. But he's also wearing a spotted black and white shirt. But he's wearing shirt. a polka dot yeah. dress shirt that is black and white that conflicts with all these colors. <laughs> and then his jacket, by the way, or sorry, his sweater, has a weird like Ed Hardy rose on it. Oh, almost like a flower on the Yeah, on the, the top, which is like very, very like completely different design than the rainbow pattern. It's a phenomenal image. Yeah, it's it's, it's incredibly wild. goofy. He looks happy though. He looks like he's having a great time. Yeah. I feel like Jeff's always having a great time. I, I speak about Jeff like I know him. Yeah. <laughs> well, the real question of the show is though: Is he goofier than VIP of the show thus far? The one and only Mister Ray Buchtenica. No. <laughs> I want him, I want someone to be Ray, but no one. I'm sorry, no one has. <laughs> There's no way you should have that as your IMDb picture. <laughs> At least Jeff, you're like, yeah, this guy is like a bit of a goofy guy. Like yeah. he's known as that as well. So it's like, all right, he just thought he'd put on the most absurd thing and take a headshot. It still looks like a headshot. Ray Book Ten- what is that? Ray Book Technica looks like he's um he's photo. he's the geography teacher from a yearbook. Yeah, it's, it's like, like <laughs> it's incredible. There's like a quote under there, like I don't even know, just name a classic. Ah, uh, amazing. Quote. Anyway, well, I I appreciate that. So he's Ray still undefeated. One, Ray is undefeated. Yeah, first time and well, we'll, f- we'll f- I'll find someone. I will find someone. Um, all right. So let's quickly jump into the episodes then. Um, there were nine in total. Yeah. We just watched the last one just now. Um, it'd be good to just give a really quick overview of each. Just say what the conceit yeah. was, what was changed. Happy to do that. We can then maybe talk about just the IMDb score very quickly for each. 
and then maybe I'll get your views on which were your favorites. How does that sound? Sounds good, man. Love it. Talk about Captain Carter, yeah, episode one. First one was Peggy. Uh, Peggy is the super soldier. Yes, where, she takes the serum. Yeah, instead of Steve getting the serum for some reason, he can't. I think he's like stuck under something. Or I can't remember the conceit. Yeah, there. It, was, it, it was, was very, very gimmicky. It was like, oh, he can't. He, Did he get fought? He got shot or something? I can't. I can't he got like trapped in like it wasn't working and someone was attacking the, them at the same time and so, so because some... Haley atwell wasn't or peggy carter wasn't stood where she should have been the the nazi dude took his chance earlier than and he, he should have done. shot yeah. and it like makes it so steve can't i think steve gets shot i think that's it yeah, yeah. And, he, and so he can't take the serum and they only have one shot at it so she just jumps in and does it yes anyway um, what do you what do you think of this episode this one was weak Yes, I agree Super too. weak. And that's it, why I said the reason I got into this, even though I like there was a really weak first episode, yep. was because the, I still enjoyed the design. Like the art yeah, design okay. and like the, the, when that weird Kraken thing came, I was like, yep. that's kind of cool. It, eff- it effectively followed all the beats of the first Captain America There wasn't movie. much that changed except for like the, the, the black, ending. The yeah. red guy. The red skull. Dies, but the red skull got destroyed by the, by the weird Hydra. interdimensional creature who was trying to pull through. By the Hydra, yeah. I think it was a Hydra. I didn't like... So, I mean, that makes sense because that's the second worst episode in terms of IMDb score. That's seven. That's just a straight seven. Okay. Um, the second episode was T'Challa as Star-Lord, which was an eight on IMDb, which I yep. completely agree with. Okay. So this one was much better. Yes, agreed. I agree. And I, I'm with you there. The conceit eight, was... I mean, like, yeah, it's a strong... It's, I would say it was top three. I'd say it's up there. The conceit was that instead of picking up Chris Pratt's character, they accidentally picked up um the prince of uh yeah. wakanda yeah they did and then you T'Challa. follow you follow him as he grows up as a ravenger the way that star lord did well he is still called star lord he, he? he keeps star lord yeah, which is a little title. bit yeah. confusing it is they didn't need to do that they didn't need to do that but uh you, I, li- you, I liked this episode a lot though i feel like uh i, I liked the deviances in the characters and how the deviances the deviations in the characters words are escaping me today yeah. as always um the deviations in the characters in terms of the little things like sorry the yeah the little things but also how that affects the big things so like the very first scene you see star lord in the mcu it's it's that karath scene where he's getting the orb out yep and the guy's like who and then in this when he when t'challa says star lord the guy's like oh my god i'm such a big fan and he starts fangirling over it yeah he's like obviously like a different and more well-respected like leader he's actually the pirate everyone he's expected to be yeah like he's he's like he's got a name he's notorious in a a positive way yeah whereas like when you look at star lord in the original like he's notorious if he is notorious it's definitely usually not no Peter Quill was not yeah. the most notorious. Not um, the same way. Yeah. Um, more notorious for, uh, I think, sleeping with far too many, too aliens. many species of, of female. Yeah. And but then, I, that's one of my favorites, man. Like, that's definitely up there in the, in the top few for me. I liked what they did with Thanos, even though a lot of people hated it. They kind of, like, they brought him down. He he didn't try and wipe out half the universe because he had a conversation yeah, with T'Challa. Because well, he had, like, a, well, that was the point. Like, this guy's a great leader. Exactly. And, like, how would that have changed? So, I, I enjoyed it. I thought uh, Benicio del Toro had a great little cameo at the end. I didn't think it was him. No, it was. It was, and I also liked how they had Howard the like the the, the storyline was Seth Green came back for that. Yeah, they had Howard the Duck in there, which you know we talked about that a bit earlier. There's a special place in our God, heart for that yeah. guy. Well, um, anyway, episode three. Let's jump into that. Yeah, episode three is. Um, I didn't write down the actual name of it, but it's just where the Avengers it, died. The Avengers were assassinated instead yes. of assembling. Yes, <laughs> the Avengers never assembled. Yeah, That's they what's basically called. instead of assembling, they, they get died. killed. Uh, what did you think of this episode? I guess like, the, like the I didn't love it. Okay. It's on the lower end, 
but right. um, I did think it made sense. Whereas, and it like, but it didn't explore a lot of new ground. Okay. In my, See, I'm the opposite. I liked this episode. So I the, don't really. I also watched it a while ago. So remind me how it ends. Uh, I know this that Pym is the, is the. This is one where Hank Pym turns out to be the bad guy, and he's yeah. using he's using his yellow suit yep. armor to shrink down and basically murder all the Avengers just as they're about to, yeah. you know, become their full their full Avenger Reach their form. full potential. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't. I, I actually genuinely really like this. It kept me guessing the whole way through. Uh, when she when she said the thing about you need hope or whatever she Black Widow said, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. That um, I kind of got it at that point a little bit, but still, I was I thought it was going to be the Hope Summers character, not actually him, because I think we talked about this at the time when it came out. We didn't like if you hadn't seen all of these movies, like you would have had no idea what that was talking about with Hank Pym. Yeah, like he's just, but 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 then I like when you know his turn as a character, like how that one thing, that one change, his daughter going off and getting killed changed him completely. That's why I said it like, it makes sense. Like it's not yeah. as bad as some of the other ones where I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Like it, the change actually makes sense for the character and you can see how you would go that way. Yeah. But the best ones of this is when that happens, the story changes vastly and there's like all these I other cool the things you explore. Vastly in this one. It was just kind of like, okay, well they're dead now. And well then they brought down, Loki came down and was going to avenge Thor. I liked it. I thought I, for I me, I forgot about that part. I maybe it was just, it wasn't, it's a little while ago. Maybe it's because also the characters in this one weren't as like engrossing. But it wasn't okay. the worst one. It just wasn't my favorite. Well, this got an eight on IMDb, so that's still pretty good. Yeah, it um, is. Episode four was probably, I'd say, our favorite. It was Doctor Strange Goes Bad. Yeah, that one's really, really what good. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? And so he's... Still has a bad accent? <laughs> he does. <laughs> and basically, he in, instead of pursuing the the mythical arts to basically get his uh his hands back to be go like in this ambitious kind of uh i guess root cause for his his um yep pursuit to become what do they call it the well worthy of being the sorcerer well, supreme sorcerer supreme um he actually is doing it out of like being heartbroken because yes, Rachel McAdams character dies dies and so it's like a much different i guess origin story that has a very different ending. Are we doing spoilers yet? We're not. No. Uh, let's hold off the spoilers. Yeah. Uh, it does. Uh, and I, I think that was one of the ones that dragged you in, I think, when we talked about it because yeah. some of those visuals around what happens to that character so cool. was so interesting. Yeah, the way that like he, he basically starts doing some not-so-etched things and they the yeah. way they incorporate that into the art design is really cool. I like the idea of... I mean, well, I think we've already talked about where that character goes. He obviously goes yeah. bad at the end. Yeah. Um, I, I, and he sort of destroys his own universe, which is yeah. really interesting. Um, and they've talked about maybe having that character in the upcoming Doctor Strange movie, which it I feel, think It feels as good. if that, like, this could be very much something that they're Absolutely. And this was a nine on IMDb. So this is like almost almost the highest ranked. And I would say it's, it's so good because it also aligns to how his character might react. Yeah, yeah, right. 100%. Like you could just see like ambition if it if it's used for the wrong reasons yep. can just like you know destroy and van someone and vanity and not be healthy and yeah, 100%. you know all sorts of things. So number six then was Killmonger saves Tony Stark, which is a six point eight on IMDb and is probably my least favorite. You know, as you said, I think it's like a just toss up between Peggy and this one. I think it, with the Peggy Carter one, I actually I liked that. I like the like I like the main character. Like, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I think I just liked the alternative take on it, even though it's very similar with this. It just takes, this one took such huge leaps in logic for me. I was like, Ooh. I agree. So I was, I was about to say, you may have convinced me because at least like Peggy, the super soldier was grounded. They dealt with yeah. a bit of the misogyny thing. Yeah, they, that like, was great. 
they I liked that like Bucky was in it. Yes. Like I, I did like that kind of stuff. That was interesting. This one was just like the what I didn't like about that one was it didn't do anything new. Sure. Right? Um or not much. This one did everything new, but it just felt like they were just throwing pasta at the wall. Big time. You know? Yeah. Like, so I I kind of agree. It's like with a paintball gun just splattering everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and I I'm with you on that. I think I kinda like the I I kind of like the general idea at the beginning, but the way they went with it and it was just a, Where it it was went just was a whole just load of nonsense. Very yeah. nonsensical and like could have done something way better with Killmonger. Grid. Like uh, they could have like... They got him back. They got bloody Michael Bean for yeah, it. Yeah, so. they could have done... Like I was hoping they would do something where it was like, okay, here's like how this guy turns out if given a proper like influence or like if not like abandoned the way he was in the original, does he turn a new leaf and you, you see a different kind of character. Love no, to see like, that. He didn't change at all. He's the same Love dude. To see that. Well, yeah. that's a 6.8 on IMDb. Yeah. Um, the next one is kind of confusingly for me. And it's actually one that I genuinely liked is the worst rated on IMDb of the, the, the zombies series, one? which is the party Thor. Oh, we didn't talk oh. about zombies. Sorry. We skipped zombies. That's episode five. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Um, that I was going to say that's the worst rated. 7.9 zombies. What do you think? Yeah, it was really creative. If Marvel Zombies. It's a big one in the comics. Yeah, it was really creative. And I like I just like like zombies, so I was a big fan. <laughs> yeah. We are a big fan of zombies mm. on the show. We've talked about them a number of times. I I liked it. It it drags some things from the comic books. I genuinely really like the Scarlet Witch twist. I thought that was really interesting. Very Day of the Dead. Um, very Zack Snyder. And very just like like I I was not expecting it, even though I should have been. I didn't like it makes a ton of sense, all. but I'm also like, like, why is like surely Vision would have been doing something to help everyone? Well, he was trying to. Yeah. Well, he was trying to help her, really. Exactly. Wasn't it? Which is like not very Visiony, but anyway. That was my. That was the one that had Spider Man in it, and I genuinely really liked that portrayal of Spider Man. I thought he did really well. Mm-hmm. It was it was different enough that I didn't think it was just trying to rip Tom Holland. Yeah. And he was quippy enough, but he did a lot of the the, the similar things that Spider Man would get up to. I thought it was great. I liked the ending. The way they sort of pushed towards this dystopian future even even harder. Yeah. And zombie Thanos was there, maybe? I forgot. Yeah, it was like the last the last Oh one. yeah. Sorry. I, I skipped ahead here. So the next one is Party Thor. So the conceit in this one is that Thor's an what only if child. Thor was an only child? And it's like so good because you could totally see how someone like Thor definitely could just become this like total kind of trust fund. Definitely. Twat. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's like so like I I thought it was really good and it was a good comedic relief. It had a very different tone than all the other ones. That's why I'm so surprised it's the worst rank because I like the idea of and like I know these have been quite serious and the bad guys have won in all of them so far pretty much. Yeah. But I liked that. It was different. I quite enjoyed it. And I thought it had was, a lot of heart. Was it? Um. What's her name? Playing uh. Kira Knightley. Not Kira Knightley. Uh. That's the wrong one. Definitely Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Was she it is. Yeah. yeah, she came back for it. So did um. Ah, uh, God, what's the... What's I the know what you're talking about, the, late, the the assistant. Yeah, the assistant. That's yeah. really annoying. I think she's uh, hilarious. She's good. She was back as well. Yeah. Great little bit of casting Um, coming back. So the eighth episode then is Ultimate Vision. So in this episode, the, um, the conceit is that Vision... Sorry, not Vision. Ultron. Ultron essentially wins... Uh, and he gets his body into the, the the body vision essentially takes, and he gets the the mind stone. Yep. He then finds all of the infinity stones. No, and Thanos beca- shows up randomly. Thanos shows up, that's and, he, it. and like oddly enough, Vision's just able to kill him, Straight or Ultron's just able to kill him. Which Straight I thought, I, you know, that was the one part of this episode where I was like, well, 
Mm. Is that how that works? When you have four Infinity Stones versus one? It's a bit of a classic like writing trope. They though. had like, to do it, yeah. Yeah, like if you want to set up the big, the, the new bad guy as being bigger and better than the last one, you get him to just wipe him out. Yeah, but surely there'd be like a reason why. Like I obviously, because Vision couldn't do that in Infinity War. True. He was so, also injured though in Infinity War. So, but like my point was like maybe they could have used something about how Ultron was different to like they they should have done something like that as opposed I, to him just being like. Bzz. I, w- I wonder if it was a case. It was like a little. <laughs> it, was, it was like a zipper. <laughs> it, was a, it was a fly. <laughs> I I wonder if it was a case of that Ultron is um more clinical. So Ultron would have been would have used the stone to just wipe out the person in front of him, whereas Vision had a a conscience and didn't. But they didn't really explain that in the episode. That's a great. That's like a great thing they should have done. Point of view. But they didn't do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't. They should have done that. Well, you you get where I'm coming from. Yeah. And the last one is what we're gonna we're gonna spoil in a minute, and it just is called "What if the Watcher broke his oath?" So we're gonna spoil that in just a moment. Uh, that got an eight point. Ultimate Vision got nine point three, so that was the highest ranked. And this last, the last one got eight point seven. So without spoiling it. The last one, which we can talk about, which which were your favorite episodes? You know, walking through this, yep. I think it's more like 70%. Because right. I liked T'Challa. I liked Doctor Strange. I liked What If Zombies. I liked Thor. I liked Ultron. I liked What If the Watcher Broke His Oath. So that's like seven, six it's, or seven. Instead of your top top best and top worst tell, things, just give though. me your top three of these episodes. Okay. So in no order. Yep. Uh... Doctor Strange. Yep. I reckon. Fuck. <laughs> uh, what if Ultron won? That's episode eight. Yep. Yeah. And then I'm just debating between like T'Challa and the final episode because I really did like that final episode. But I think I got to go to T'Challa just because it's like, you know. I was going to say. A sentimental I was going to say well. you go with the last episode and I'll go with T'Challa because yeah. that was essentially my three as well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to I wanted to put zombies in there, Same. but the T'Challa one was, that was just so nice having Chadwick Boseman there, and some of the lines were almost written as if he kind of knew what was coming, which is really quite sad. Yeah. And but it was it was a really fantastic. It was like episode. it very much was like an ode to him and the character. Absolutely. The whole the whole episode. Absolutely. Like everyone was very like he was re- he was well respected. He was well respected in it, and, it, and it felt very Agreed. like uh, purposeful. Great. Well, then, just final one before we do jump into a couple of bits of spoilery territory. Tell me then, our classic rating system, is this show better or worse than Aquaman 2018? I'm going to go episode by episode for you. <laughs> Peggy is a super soldier, better or worse than Aquaman Oh, we're going to do episode by episode, all right. I'm just going to go quickly, worse. Okay. T'Challa gets Oof. caved, not better. Avengers were assassinated, worse. Oh, really? What if Doctor Strange lost his much better... Yeah. What if zombies much better? What if Killmonger worse? Oh. What if Thor much better? What if Ultron much better? What if the Watcher broke his oath much better? So it's it was three all. Yeah. Until the last couple they, they, episodes, they really they really burned through the end. Really burned. So through I would it. say it is better than Aquaman. All right. That's my my estimation. Love it. Well, I'm gonna say Captain Carter worse, T'Challa better, Avengers die. Avengers uh, die. <laughs> you've kind of you've kind of convinced me, even though it's an A. I kinda of like that episode. No, I'm gonna say it's I've, better. I gotta rewatch that one. Maybe I'm giving it too hard of a time. I'm gonna say it's better. Doc Strange bad better. Zombies better. Killmonger worse. Party Thor. 
was a little bit wayward. Like, it didn't, nothing really happened in it, so I can see why it got a low IMDb score. I'm going to say worse because yeah. I, I, want it, I want it to be tight for the final episodes. <laughs> uh, but then Vision and, and Watcher Broke's Oath, yeah, okay, better. So it's, be- it's better. It's better. It's better than bloody Aquaman 2018. Yeah. All right, spoiler warning from now on, guys. We are going to jump into some spoiler territory. I think, like, when you think about what made each one work and not work, like, what was it for you? Because they're all a similar concept, right? Yep. But like some are vastly better than others. Um, that's a really good question. I think the ones that deviated way too much from the material. So the classic one was the Doctor, uh, sorry, the Killmonger one, yeah. where it had literally like one scene that was the same. I didn't quite get on board with, and the th- the party Thor one wasn't quite on board with yeah. it the whole time. The ones where they keep so like I think when they keep up to about sixty sixty five percent of the material and make changes within that are the ones that I got behind yeah. the most. I think it's this, I'm similar. I think it's like if they if they do make a crazy new story and it's like a meaningful change there, but like they don't take the character in a new direction. Yes. Okay. Then it's like with not worth. Yeah. It. If they do one of those two things, with like you. then it like it works, and that's kind of what they did with the the. Tony Stark one. It's like the character was just the same dude. It's just, <laughs> everything was really different for no reason. Yes. Yeah. Um, the T'Challa, yeah. Okay. So the T'Challa one, completely different, the same, but they took the, the character in a really interesting direction. Yes. So you're right. I think that maybe that's it. Maybe that's the point. Maybe it's not about how much of the, the story is the same. It's about what they did with the character. And even though in that one, it wasn't even the same character. It wasn't Peter Quill. It was T'Challa. I think they kept enough similarly and moved away enough sim. You and like, I mean? yeah, and like the the Doctor Strange, like the character actually doesn't change that much, but it takes it in a new direction, and the story is way way different. So it's like both yeah. of them together made a really cool. And you could you could see him going like that as well. Yeah. That's yeah, what like I really like. It makes about sense, that. like yeah. for sure. All right, okay. So let's just quickly touch on the final episode, super yeah. quickly. Uh, what if the Watcher break his oath? He basically did the Avengers, right? Yeah. Guardians of the Multiverse, they called them. So I he mean, got. Like, he got together, he got Captain Carter, he got T'Challa as Star-Lord, um, he got Doctor Strange Goes Bad, he got uh, Killmonger and Party Thor together, and they, <laughs> oh, and, and Gamora randomly. Yeah, that was super in any random. Of the, wasn't in any of the other episodes. I think I, they just needed something to make the Infinity Stones not work. Well, I wonder if she'll be in the next season. She more. probably will be. Um, and they, he put them up against uh, this infinite, in, infinitely powerful vision who'd got all the Infinity Stones, right? Yes. You liked that episode. Ultron. I did enjoy Ultron, it. Ultron, sorry. I just thought that like combat was fun. Um, it felt weighty, like you said. I liked that. It did feel weighty. Look, I mean, I think I just liked it because it's like, it was like Infinity War, basically. Yeah. You know, but like it was, I, I did enjoy it. I do kind of feel, well, I just, I think I liked it because of, there was a big part of Evil Benedict mm, Cumberbatch that was I in well it. agree with I that. I think that was probably why I liked it. He like, was good he, in this. He was really good in it and he powered it and he was a big part of that episode. Um, so I think that's probably why. All right. Okay, I've got a couple of questions for you based off the full season then. So what elements of this would you like to see bleed into the MCU, if any? We've obviously talked about Doctor Strange, maybe that version of him coming in. Mm-hmm. What else would you like to see? So Zombies. Be- All be- the zombies. Before I saw the end, um, because I, I wrote, I did a lot of these nuts before we watched the mm-hmm. final one. I, I said the Ultron because I thought that was the end. Oh. I was like, if he's just out there and he entered, like, mm-hmm. is this happening? Smashes at the, through. Like, is this happening at the same time as the end of Loki? 
was so like we, my original theory. We didn't really touch on this, but the Ultron, once he had the Infinity oh, Stones, sorry. could smash through in all the multiverse, and he took out the Watcher for a little while. Basically, think about it like the virus that infiltrated Jarvis infiltrates the multiverse. So yes. you can control every outcome that doesn't go to what he wants. He just destroys which everything. Like, I, I, which that is everything. Was, that was like a really, really scary concept. I was like, imagine you just got like the worst computer virus, but like into the nuclear codes, right? Like some other, types, some other types of viruses I'm worried about with you. Um, but my <laughs> point is like, I, I thought that would have been really cool, but they kind of put a button then on that, like yes. in the last episode. So I, I don't think that'll well, happen. Well, they're still there. They're still still there. It could be there, but I almost feel like they, they explored that. So the last episode ended with Doctor Strange trapping Ultron and Killmonger, who betrayed them in a little pocket miniverse, yeah, um, where they could, where they were fighting for eternity, essentially over the Infinity Stones. Yes, yes. Um, so I, I thought that was like a kind of a neat ending, and they can bring that out later. But that would be like the third time you're having Ultron try and take over the world, so it might get old. Um, I like, I like that they they read it Ultron though. I feel like in the movie he was. It was the age of Ultron, but never yeah. really lasted longer than like a week. <laughs> it was like, it's not really an age, is it? Like they didn't even, the hair didn't even grow out. Like, no, come on, man. Like, no, that's why like I thought with, without having seen how they ended that, I would have said, oh, that'd be a cool thing for them to bring back. But yeah, um, now that I know how they ended it, I think it's pretty good. And you like the twists on existing characters then? Yeah, I do. I do. And I, I also thought, so Dark, Dark Strange needs to come back. Oh, big time. And I think scenes with Thor only child with normal Thor oh. bantering with each other would be hilarious. What like about, where, where normal Thor is just disgusted with it. What about with normal Loki? Introduce all, all of it. All of it. Like, I just think it'd be so funny how like they would all banter with each other and like be like both of them having kind of developed oh, as, so as characters would be like so disgusted with this version of Thor. Well, he's still with uh, Jane Foster, isn't he? So yes, could happen. I mean, Jane Foster is coming back as Thor and Thunder. Yeah. Who knows? So, Who? so point being, those I think those two would be pretty awesome. And then I obviously would. I'm iffy on the Watcher. Like I like him as a as a thing. And I Wait, maybe this is going to be something you want to talk about. Let but, me come back to him in just yeah. one more point. I have one more question for you before I talk about the Watcher a little bit. Um, what do you want to see next? Like Marvel's back catalog of what ifs and random universes, uh, full of weird shit. I can give you a few if you don't have any off the top of your head. Um, well, I thought about this and I was like, something with the Hulk would be interesting. Ooh. Um, like, the, uh, there's there's a bunch with the World War Hulk comic where they send the Hulk into space and he comes back and basically destroys the Earth. Would be really interesting to see. Space Hulk. Space Hulk. They kind of took a few of those elements of Ragnarok, but it was yeah. a lot more brutal than that. And the Old Man Logan comics where the Hulk has basically taken over the world because it's radiated and he's like one of the only beings left alive <laughs> so interesting yeah. really good so i think just something good with point. him i'm trying to think of like phase like one two three characters you could do something with like uh captain america like when he's old oh yeah that's a good shout um that wouldn't be like really what if but i'm just thinking like how do you do something different than the peggy thing because there's a lot done. of like easter eggs in this like you saw yeah. a scene where Cap captain america steve rogers has been sworn in as a president that's yeah. happened a bunch of times in the comics oh true yeah that could be interesting so something with captin america where it, yeah. it, it, it's like it take his character in a very new direction i would yeah i mean a couple i've got here is there's uh there's a version of captain america in the comics who turns into a werewolf I'd quite like to see werewolves versus zombies. That would be a lot of fun. Um, oh, no. Or the animal universe you saw from um, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. You saw Peter Parker. Mm. Love to see that universe come into this at some point. Obviously, obviously the ultimate. So Miles Morales, we've talked about him a bunch. He's from the 
He's the he's the favorite at the moment. But the Ultimates universe in itself is very different. The Fantastic Four are in there. They're a very different breed. It's a cool place to be. And I just put like something new, something different. Mm. Like not necessarily drag. And I know they kind of did that with the Ultron episodes a lot, but like not necessarily dragging from the MCU, but like giving us something completely different. I was thinking like given they've made the choice, or maybe they haven't, but the with the WandaVision, like different outcomes where her kids are actually kid like she has kids Ooh. or outcomes where you know she actually knew she was the scarlet witch the whole time interesting and like actually never got tested on was just the scarlet witch oh ah. um, things like that but that's cool there's a lot of things they can do man and they i'm sure got so many yeah they will final final point and before we jump into a little bit of trivia yeah is in the comics the watchers often come into conflicts with the celestials now what we know about the celestials is that they play a massive role in the Eternals. Well, this is obviously building to something. So, is this going to be something that we're going to see further down the line? Maybe the Celestial, Celestial versus the Eternals. Uh, that would be a cool one to see. I get... So, like, my thing with the Watchers, I'm like, are, you, you just kind of feel like the next level boss for He Who Remains. Yeah, okay. I'm like, so you're the same thing. Yeah. Like, that's like... So, when I say, like, I want to see them, I'm like, yeah, I want to see them as long as they're not that. Like, there's got to be more to it than just that. Like, what is their point other than being a replica of he, he who remains? I guess my challenge, right, when you get to that level of, like, it's just power. It's just each thing is... How do you how do you rate them? So, like, you've got the Celestials who literally created, like, the universe and stuff. But then you've got, like, he who remains who is maintaining time. Like, I don't understand, like, who's more powerful and why? I guess it's, like, going to come down to, like, how they creatively explain this stuff. But They need to. Um, my point is it doesn't feel like he's very differentiated from, like, his not even, like, his power, just his role. True. It feels very redundant to, like, what we just watched with us. So I was going to think, like, I was thinking maybe these are people that, like, are almost the timekeepers, but not the timekeepers. Like, mm. they're, they're, like, the people above the time authority mm. that he who remains middle sent management. out there. Yeah, middle management. middle management. <laughs> and I think that might be interesting if you could, like... And then if this storyline on What If was happening at the same time as Loki was kind of meeting he who remains, and, like, that's where I thought they were going to take it, but they didn't end up doing that. So. Interesting. Yeah. I'd be interested to... Yeah, I, I'd like to see if that plays out. Yeah. Okay couple of trivia then i've not done this as uh, true or false this week because well honestly i couldn't be bothered <laughs> <laughs> um couple of bits we mentioned chadwick boseman this is last project with marvel before i passed away uh r.i.p chadders mm-hmm. um i'm pretty sure he'd hate that nickname um, <laughs> I died in, so. uh, there's a couple of these actually but apparently there was an episode pitched by the showrunners involving this is actually really interesting involving the guardians of the galaxy um but it was scrapped because AC Bradley was told that they had inadvertently written pretty much half the plot to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. <laughs> this is before they obviously knew. That's, That's hilarious. And sim- similarly, AC Bradley pitched an episode um, as What If, which was supposed to be number 10, uh, which featured a timeline where Jane Foster became the female Thor, which is obviously happening in Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, so they so kind of had to... It's, Oh, can you imagine if like they just didn't realize like they creatives like just weren't talking? Yeah, that'd be so bad. Kevin Feige would be like, "You're all fired." Yeah, <laughs> Every single fucking one of you. idiots. Um, and the last one was another. I still uh, one more time. Another story idea involving Tony Stark would have uh, had him 
and Pepper Potts exploring the larger galaxy uh, in the style of the Odyssey, but ended up being too large a story to realize. So maybe it was a bit too cosmic. I thought that would, I think that'd be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. I'd really, I'd have loved to have seen that. Like with Happy. Just to have them, all three of them on a spaceship. Yes. Like, and he's just like the third wheel. <laughs> he came back. John Favreau. Yeah. I yeah, loved that. Yeah. Um, I thought, I thought, I think that'd be good. I, uh, I think I talked to you about this. I'm curious what you and, and the listeners yes. think about this theory. Cause as I was watching this multiverse thing, or sorry, this, uh, what if thing in the multiverse comes up, I was thinking like in, in the books, isn't, or sorry, in the comics, isn't there like, uh, the concept of like the Scarlet, Witch? doing something that creates the X gene? Um, no, not necessarily. Isn't there something like that? I think, uh, like I think you're talking the about the, ha- the House of M storyline. Yes. Where she, so that's a, that's a theory I posited to you previously, whereby she's so powerful, she starts losing control of her power, so she can't keep it in, essentially. Um, and she starts just rewriting the world around her. Like, yeah. she doesn't even know she's doing it at times. And she creates the kids for herself. And there's a point where she utters like no more mutants mm. and wipes out pretty much all of the mutant kind. Um, so and the, the, the thought may have been at one point is that something similar might happen, but they do it in reverse. Yeah. That's what I was like, going to say. That's for sure what they're going to do. Well, I don't know. Like I like, because, I like, like the idea of basically the closing off the multiverse and doing so creates like a, a, a fragment that creates the mutant next gene. And that's going to be like the new stabilized sacred timeline is like, the the storyline that we get where we are introduced to the mutants and that'll be like the start of a new phase and it'll be like there's no more multiverse chaos like we found a new way to like stabilize it through her mm. i'm assuming because she's like an exus being but i was thinking that that could be something where there's not it's not going to be a new sacred timeline but a new stable timeline that everything's hanging off of stable time whatever you want to say like it i like the idea that um they're just in a separate timeline and they get and like either timelines get merged together or a character jumps over or whatever happens and it, and it goes that way. But at some point they're going to have to like, cause the X-Men is such a big, the reason I think it might go the other way is cause the X-Men is such a big cast of characters and like lore that it kind of needs its own time to just ferment. I wouldn't mind them just doing like starting small. Give me just one X-Men character build them up, let me know them, and then we build That could be interesting if it was like a certain character. It wouldn't want to be a main one. Who would like, you say? I, I would, like, you'd have to, I, I don't know the X-Men that well, but like, mm. you'd want it to be someone who would have business being in other multiverses. Yeah, yeah, of course. Where it like makes sense for them to be there, and it's like, what, who the fuck Maybe do you Professor X. Yeah, it could be. Maybe it could be. Could who be. knows? All right. Well, thank you guys for sticking with it. That was our once again rambling yeah, overview one of time. what if. If you got if you guys have seen the final episode, let us know. Let us know what you thought about it. Um, we do have a tiny bit of correspondence. I've already yeah, you've <laughs> already used my correspondence a lot already. So, friend of the show Matt, he messaged in this week and he said uh, he was he was laughing at me not being able to remember what was. Uh, was it Vesemir? Was it Boromir? Was it Faramir? They're I, all I here. could never remember. They're all um, but his his actual point was asking, did we hear? A great, did we hear? Thank you for this friend of the show, Matt. The the the, the writer of the re I don't know if you know, know much about Doctor Who, Mirror but the Mirror. writer who reintroduced Doctor Who back in I think two thousand and nine ish, um, is actually returning after over ten after about ten years. So essentially, he started off the new generation of Doctor Who's, and I was really into Doctor Who for a little while. So what's he doing? He's doing Doctor Who. He he's been reintroduced to Doctor uh, Who, and they're also reintroducing a new Doctor. So 
what happened was obviously Doctor Who became a bit of a parody of itself in the late eighties, early nineties ish, mm-hmm. and they canned it. Mm-hmm. Came back in the early two thousands. It was really awesome. Christopher Eccleston, uh, who we know is the bad dark elf from Thor: The Dark World, um, <laughs> didn't know that but... was the Doctor for a season. He was fantastic. They then brought in David Tennant, who we all know and love. He's probably my favorite Doctor. Then Matt Smith came back, who I mentioned. I was going to come back to at the end of the show. You did. Um, and he was actually, I really liked him as a doctor. I think he had some really, really bad writing. Um, that sucks. As, an, as a good actor, it's never good. To have yeah. It. And Pete Capaldi. And now uh, I forgot the name of the current doctor. They've, they've done their first female doctor this time. And I fell off around halfway through Matt Smith. Cause I was a bit like, so what happened was they started off. And it was very British, very like throwback. It was like really low budget. Um, it was more about the doctor outthinking someone than actually like, you know, being the biggest dick in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just became like he has this this sonic screwdriver which essentially fixes everything, and it just became like it, it became like the MacGuffin, his way out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I fell off at that point. Like it's a bit much. And I'm not into it. But bringing back the original the original writer who brought it back, who, like I say, had the lower budget, had to was more about the doctor outthinking and being smart. He also worked on some of the David Tennant stuff. I'd probably watch that. I'm excited about it. I like the idea. It's, uh, I don't know how much you know about it. It's Doctor not a Who. big thing in American They culture. tried really hard to push it over yeah, there. Yeah, I just don't During think it ever Smith. got to my, like I've heard of it a bit. Yeah, it's very British. It didn't, it didn't get onto my like radar. Your radar, that's all right. Well, yeah. I, I did like it, fell off it, and now I'm, now now I'm excited to see where it goes. Intrigued. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, thank you, friend of the show, Matt. We really appreciate it, as always. If anyone wants to give us uh, some news we haven't heard or their opinions on what if, where can they find us? They can find us at thepodcastassemble at gmail.com. Or podcastassemble on Instagram. Watch yeah. out for that competition. It is coming this week, guys. Look out. Uh, we, look at, we look forward to seeing your... your uh, all of your entries. Yeah. Make, right. it, make it easy. Tally ho. Tally ho. <laughs> Bye.